Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Urbanized Podcast. This is season five, episode one. My name is Wally Brown. I'm the CEO and principal planner at Wally Plans. Today, I have the pleasure of sitting down with the woman, the myth, the legend, Juju Nix, representing Portland, Oregon. How are you doing, Juju? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Are you, are you ready to start the podcast interview? I think so. Awesome. Let's get started. Intro music. <laughs> okay, so let's get off the bat. Let's get existential. Uh, what? Who are you? Okay, so <laughs> we'll get. Who am I? We'll get. We'll break that up piece by piece. Um. So, what's your name? Is your name really Juju Nix? Is that the? That is my dance name. Um. A lot of people misspell or mispronounce my actual name, so I kind of keep it forbidden, and no one knows unless you're in the medical field or any legal actions. Like, okay. you'll know my real name. But what I pretty much go off for, like friends, family, even dance, is Juju Nix. Okay. With that, what's is there a story behind that? Like, what inspired you to go with Juju Nix? Um, well, Juju is short for my actual name, which I won't say. She caught <laughs> I see what, it. I see what you're trying to do there. I see what I, I yep, no. Um, but it's shorter for my actual name. And so um, that is, and one of my friends from the studio I used to go to, she gave me that idea. So that I've been going off of that. And then the Nix, my middle name is Nicole. Um, is from because I'm half Hungarian, so it pronounces a little differently. So I'm, for more, so you know who I am. I'm half Hungarian, half Japanese. So the, my middle name is Nicole, which is like is spelled as a Hungarian spelling of it. And so I, my mom actually came up with the nickname of Nix, and then changing the S to a Z, so that it has like its own like special dance name. So then it's been Juju Nix ever since. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. I'm pretty hungry right now. I'm not Hungarian, but I'm, I'm hungry. We got some good food, though. Oh, that's good? Yeah. Really? As long as you put any type of protein, onions and butter, that's pretty much like the starting of a Hungarian dish. We're going to come back to food. <laughs> We're going to come back to that. I know you love that. food. We're going to come back to it. Okay. So what, what do you consider to be your dance style currently? Or um, I feel like the dance that I always go back to is whacking. That's pretty much, I've tapped into a bunch of different dance styles and that's the one that's been with me since day one. Um, that's something that holds dear to my heart because like I said, it's been there since day one and it's, it came, when whacking started, it came from the seventies, which is like one of my favorite type of disco tracks like Donna Summer, early Michael Jackson, things like that. Um, so, but I have dabbled into like other dance styles. Like I've dabbled in voguing house. Um, I just recently started to get into like crumping a little bit and I'm always wanting to learn new dance styles to kind of make my own movement. Cause I don't want anybody else to ha- match my movement. Cause I want mine to be unique that no one can match it. So, but yeah, to kind of go back, it's mainly whacking. That's great. Mm-hmm. Since starting, have you gotten better at whack-a-mole, or is that? <laughs> okay, well, all right, we'll skip that question. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. 
Um, I feel like, I mean, obviously looking back to when I first started at the age of 17 and just getting into the dance scene, I definitely feel like I've gotten better, but there's always room for improvement. There's always room to um, grow. And so I do feel like I have improved a lot since day one, but there's still more that needs to grow. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. My high score is 37. At that one. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> 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 the next uh, going into the other side of Juju um, what is what's your current professional role like what I do for work mm -hmm. in a sense um, so I work in the medical field I'm a medical assistant um, and then I'm also going to school for graphic design as a side hustle Ooh. yep and so, because I always want to dabble, like I was saying with dance styles, I want to dabble in all kinds. That's also with career profession as well, because I don't necessarily get bored, but I always want to challenge myself. Okay. And so I challenge myself, and this happened during the whole pandemic and everything. So every like clinical training was online. It was very, very challenging, but um, overall it worked out. So I work as a medical assistant, um, and I teach dancing as well, so I teach whacking, and then I, yeah, just do a lot of hustling, a lot of things. Eventually want to have my own business. Not sure what that will look like yet, but that's why I'm dabbing in all kinds of professions. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. I dabble in a few precepts, <laughs> in a few different professions as well. <laughs> so um, we're gonna kind of get into the geography of Juju. Uh, where have you lived before? Um, I've always lived in the Washington area, but not necessarily uh, Seattle. Mm. I've never actually lived out there. It's too expensive. Mm. Um, but I've lived in like La Center, Battleground, and then moved my way to like Vancouver, Washington. Uh. Um, but then I just, when I do my traveling, people get confused that I live in Canada. Yeah. Um, so I just say I live in Portland, Oregon, because everyone's like, oh, you're in Oregon. And everyone knows Portland, because Portlandia and all kinds of like food spots out there. So uh -huh. I just say I, I, my living situation is Portland, Oregon. Let's do it. <laughs> yep. So um, is that kind of where you started battling in Battleground, Washington? No, I actually didn't start dancing until I was 17. I was a late bloomer in the dancing. Um, I was actually, I found out about dance at a very young age by watching like musical movies, like Singing in the Rain, um, like Sound of Music, like anything that's musical related, I was always dancing in my room. Mm. But uh, I did an event when I used to do martial arts and I Ooh. saw a dance studio that was advertising and then fell in love with it and then that's when I started dancing. So I took a dance class in the Vancouver area and then because of the competition seasons and everything, I was considered too old by the age of 19. So I was kind of, in a sense, kicked out in a way. Um, so then I started to explore more and so around 18 or 19, I was dabbing into like Portland, seeing what the Portland scene had, and met a lot of people um, back then, and that's pretty much how my battling started. Oh, wow. So yeah, okay. just watching, and then I just watched one battle event, knew that I would love it, and the next battling event that happened, I just battled. Didn't question it, didn't know anything about battling, but I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna do it. We'll see what happens. Let's do it. Yeah. So with that, like, okay, I like that. <laughs> which which martial arts were you doing beforehand? 
Um, so I did martial arts. How long did I do martial arts? I think 15 years in total. Um, I started at the age of nine, and I started with Kaji Kimbo. And then when I got into the team program, I did a mixture of American kickboxing, Krav Maga, Kung Fu, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, and I think that's it. There was a couple of other styles that we would brush up on, but those are pretty much the primary that we did. Um, but yeah, and I started by getting inspiration from watching the very first original movie of Karate Kid. Oh. And when I saw that fight scene of that little like jump kick, I'm like, yeah. Mom, I gotta start martial arts. And then back yeah. then when we had phone books, I looked at phone books and then I had like four phone books in my hand. I'm like, Mom, we gotta go to these dojo places. And then I found one that had like the big, you know how like in phone books they have like whatever the biggest yeah. picture is yeah. like supposedly be the best. Yeah. So I found a martial arts school that took up the entire page of the phone book. And I'm like, we're going here first. And that's how it started. That's great. Yep. I like this. Thanks. <laughs> I used to teach Taekwondo. Oh, you did? I was, I was a second degree black belt. It was cool. Nice. How long did it take you to get to the second degree? Um, hmm. Wow. I started, I think, when I was seven or nine. And I think I got my second degree when I was 13, 14. Oh, nice. So about five years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It was fun, though. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fighting. I, I love martial punch arts. Punch a lot of people. Yeah, so we don't, we don't mess with Juju. That that's that's the moral of the story. <laughs> okay, so wow, that's pretty cool. So what do you what do you see as like your current role in the dance scene? Like, mm, I don't know. I kind of go back and forth. Um, I always try to be someone um, that you have. If you have questions about a, like a dance style, or if you have questions about the battle scene, that I'm there to hopefully help you to be more comfortable in the scene. And so, or like if you are wanting to battle um, and you're not sure what to do, then I can help in that way. Um, I mean, yes, I do teach whacking um, to pretty much kids and hopefully the next generation um, and doing it that way. But I kind of go back and forth and everywhere um, because part of me wants to like battle around the world and part of me wants to teach and part of me wants to hold major big events. Like, so it kind of, I kind of go a little bit of everywhere. I don't really have like a stamp or like a print of this is what I do. Yeah. I kind of just go where people need me in a sense. I feel it. Yeah. And as, as a little plug, if people wanted to learn from Juju, where would they, where would they go? Um, I mean, it depends on where you live. I mean, I do teach at a studio in Beaverton. So if you want to learn, I got, I got classes out there. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you just want to learn, you can always message me on social media and I can try to give you the best information I got. <laughs> let's do it. All right. And your encore, encore in Beaverton. Mm -hmm. All right, let's do it. Mm -hmm. Encore in Beaverton. Shout out to them. All right. So, um, kind of up, like, how would you describe what's next for you in the world of dance? Mm, I don't know. I kind of just take it day by day and I think... At least for me, because of the pandemic, everything put everything on hold for me. Yeah. Um, so what I would like to do for this coming year is to battle more so internationally. Mm. Um, and then specifically one of them being the Summer Dance Forever. Oh. So that is, in a sense, what I'm kind of training for and building up for is to go to that event. Okay. Um, and doing more 
um, whacking events. They're strictly meant for like a whacking category instead of like an open styles or an all styles. Yeah. Go to a strictly like whacking category overseas and then just kind of grab any and all information, inspiration from that. Mm. So that's what I'm kind of, in a sense, focusing towards this coming year. Mm. That's great. Mm -hmm. I hear there's still, some of the people who went there are still dancing. Mm -hmm. Because they they dance forever. They do. They don't stop. They never stop. That's in France? Summer dance forever? I think it's Amsterdam. Amsterdam. (gasps) I just got back from Amsterdam. You did? I was dancing in there. In the summer. Yeah. It was at IBE, though, the International Break Dance Expo. If you know anybody, I could need a couch surf potentially because I don't want to spend money on a hotel. Okay. So if you got anybody, we'll find couch it. surf. We'll connect offline. Let's do that. We got the yeah. couch surfing. Okay. So next up, what advice do you have for young people who will kind of inherit our scene and be the dancers of tomorrow? Or maybe they're already the dancers of today. What, what advice you got? Mm, I would say to be open-minded, um, especially if you feel nervous of doing something new, um, whether that is battling, freestyling, taking a new dance class, taking from a teacher that you're not familiar with, anything that in a sense can put you out of your comfort zone um, to be more open-minded about it um, and to always learn new things. It never hurts to try new things and learn new things and adapt to new things. And it's really fun and inspirational because there's something that you probably would have never thought of or come up with um, if you didn't take that class or if you didn't try something new. So I would just say be open-minded. Okay. Yeah. What's the favorite dance class you've ever taken? Ooh, that's a good one. I would have to say... Um, okay, I have like top three. Okay. No particular order. Okay. But it was me taking Tugi's... Uh, I think her name's Tugi Barcelona. Barcelo? Um, taking her class, Lark and Poynton, when he came out here. Okay. Um, and then the last one was Toyin. Like, those three were my top favorite. Toyin. Toyin. Okay. Just amazing. Good oh, good. Frankie J. Sorry. So, top four, no particular order. Frankie what, J. What is, what is Frankie J's style? He does mainly house. Okay. And he incorporates, like, house and his rollerblades together, which is just Ooh. phenomenal. It's just amazing. Okay. Yeah. And then Toyin is does dabble in house but she's also a whacker too okay so she's really really good and then larkin just does like experimental things which is my favorite same with Togi. she does a lot of experimental things and a lot of like breathing exercises it's just overall amazing so yeah top four no particular order okay no particular order we're keeping it we're keeping it real political here you got it (laughs) (laughs) you're very savvy juju okay so the next one, how do you balance dance and your day job and your side hustle? I still don't know, to be honest with you. I really don't. I just kind of like whatever my body's feeling. And it's like, you know what? You need to train or you need to dance. And I listen to it. Or if there's a day it's like you are exhausted from dealing with so many people at your job, you just need to rest. So I just yeah. mainly listen to my body. Um, and in a sense, dance is also in a way my free therapy so when I feel a certain type of way, um, I just use dance to help me release whatever feelings that I'm feeling. And that's, dance has always been there for me in that way, so. That's good. Yeah. That's really dope. I, I, I use it as a form of expression too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. Let's do it. But I use it as a form of transportation too, because I express myself like on the express way. That's, that's true too. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, what inspires you to keep moving forward? Mm. Part of it is the seeing the next generation, um, seeing where they're at, and then just making sure, at least for me, to for the next generation to not get distracted by like TikTok dances and learning. <laughs> Yeah, that's the main thing is so if they are learning, trying to learn a new dance style and if it's something that I feel that I can um, help them and guide them in. So for whacking, for example, to give them like the what I feel is the appropriate and the right um, history for it instead of learning off of like TikTok and mixing whacking and voguing together and saying it's the same style, like things like that and just yeah. making sure that they know the right information of it um and yeah that's just that's pretty much it for that one i feel like that i feel like like just like learning tiktok dances it's like going into google translate and like just getting <laughs> yep. like just getting phrases yep. like yeah that's a phrase and it might not be grammatically correct and it's hard because people want to have like the most likes people want to like be uh-huh. famous and so for them thinking like oh this is how you can get famous but then you're also in the sense if you do it that way you also can hurt the style and the community for that so as long as you do the things the right way then that's totally fine but what's the right way um knowing not to mix whacking and voguing together and telling people it's the same style. Yeah. I've been seeing that a lot lately, especially through TikTok, where they'll do our movements that are, in a sense, to- catered towards voguing and vice versa, mm-hmm. and saying it came from the same era, came from the same state, all of that stuff, when in reality it's not. They came from two different states, two different decades, all of that, so. Let's do it. Yeah. Thanks, Juju. And let's see, if you had the ability to change one thing about the scene, locally and then globally, what mm. would you do? Let me think, let's see. I would say locally to, what's that a word or that expression? It's like, uh, if you walk the walk, you talk the talk or oh, something yeah. like that. Um, so what I've noticed, like locally, people will want certain things and when we provide it, like, they no one, up. they don't show up. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> so it's more so of like, if you really want something and you're really saying it, then to follow through with it. Oh yeah. That would, I would say locally, uh, globally kind of going back, being open-minded. I feel like sometimes, depending, well, that could go for any dance style. Like we have like a certain like thought or the way that we view things, the way that we approach things, and not everybody can is can agree to that. So I would just say being open-minded and listen to the other person and seeing where like they're coming from and why they think that way, instead of like thinking that they're wrong and you're right. Mm. And that can go for like dance styles, that can go for judging, that can go for events and stuff like that. So I would just say globally to be more open-minded. Okay, mm-hmm. let's do it. We should all be like Juju. This is... <laughs> um, are there any upcoming Vancouver-based dance events in the works? 
Um, for Vancouver, Washington, it's a very, like, like, there's not much that goes on in the dance scene. Everything kind of happens in Portland, Oregon. Mm. And that's where all, like, the go-to events is. The closest thing for Vancouver would be Seattle events. So, for at least for kind of going for Portland-wise, there's a lot of stuff that's happening in December. Um, now, I'm not so sure about next month. I think there's, like, a ball event that's happening next month. I heard that. Yeah. I didn't know when that was starting. I know I, they're going to monthly. They're doing a monthly, and I want to say it starts next month. I think it's, like, November 11th or something like that. Okay. Um, but then there's, like, three events happening, and it's one of the events is my event um, that's happening in December. Um, but, yeah, for, like, Vancouver, Washington-wise, there's really nothing. There's nothing out here in uh, Vancouver, Washington. What is your event called? I heard it was called Egghead. It's Egghead Jam. <laughs> yep and so um it's a very experimental type of jam that's the reason why i keep like saying to be open-minded because that event definitely makes you want to be open-minded let's do it so yeah do it. i saw dozens of people there last time because mm-hmm. all the eggs moving like that okay so we have <laughs> getting real so we yeah i know we're about... getting very real for cartons of eggs and yes. hard-boiled eggs and Mm. Sunny side up, mm-hmm. scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. I'm lit right now. What's your favorite type of egg? Like, do you like scrambled eggs? You like? What is your favorite kind of? I really like frittatas. Interesting. I like frittatas, and maybe a second would be the omelet. What has to be a fluffy omelet, like a three egg omelet. Like two eggs is like a little bit flimsy. You can't put stuff in the omelet. I feel unless there's like three eggs. You ever have an omelet and it like just breaks apart? When yeah. You're trying to, I think you need the third egg to like really have like, if I can get a good omelet with some chorizo, some uh, spinach, some Ooh. tomato, some peppers, maybe some feta cheese. You're you making know? me hungry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. And green peppers. That's, I love vegetables. Vegetables and like a little bit of greens. When I say vegetables, I mean like crunchy vegetables. Mm-hmm. I think leaves are fake vegetables. Like, not fake, but like when I picture vegetable, I'm picturing like, like the product of the vegetable, like the, like the fruit of the vegetable. You know? Got what I mean? it. Okay. Like yes. I don't consider spinach a vegetable. Like spinach is a leaf. Like you know. That's true. I can see that. I mean, like it, I can see that. We all put it in the vegetable category, but like if you tell me like it's a vegetable omelet and it just has leaves in it. I'll be mad. Like, I need it to be crunchy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's what I like. What, that sounds what, really what, good. What's your favorite egg? Mm, I would say, like, a soft boiled because I love eggs benedict. Oh. And having, like, different types. So instead of just having, like, the ham and the cheese and the egg for it, like, I like things that has, like, the salmon in it or has, like... I don't know, like a chicken. I don't know, but just like random things with the hollandaise sauce. Cause I just a chicken, want... a whole chicken. Maybe I don't know. I mean, if, if I'm hungry, I'm hungry. <laughs> um, but yeah, anything that has like hollandaise sauce with it, cause I love hollandaise sauce. Yeah, it's my favorite. Well, you're gonna you're gonna go to the Netherlands for summer dance forever. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna spend a couple of days in Holland. So your hollandaise. There you go. Gonna be a little saucy. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, next question. They're talking about eggs. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? 
Hmm. See, that's a tough one. Because if, like, the egg came first, and obviously the chicken would happen. But can they have chickens on their own? Or, like, can they have eggs on their own? Because that's the thing that I don't know. And the thing is, is, like, there's also <laughs> a theory where, like, chickens are, like, the cousins of dinosaurs. So mm -hmm. how did dinosaurs lay eggs? And I think if we found out how dinosaurs lay eggs, I think we can figure out how chickens lay eggs and if who came first. Because a dinosaur could have given birth to a chicken and then didn't want the chicken, so then it just abandoned it. And then it became, like, what came first because no one knew where the parent was in that situation. So I feel <laughs> it was a dinosaur that had an egg that turned into a chicken that didn't want the chicken. So, then that so you're saying the egg came first? Probably. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I think the egg came first because there's microbial species. That's true. That lay eggs, like tardigrades. Even though water bears are kind of like on their own evolution tree. That's true. But like if microscopical organisms, like, like and even fish, like supposedly there were fish before there were land animals, you know? That so is like, true. I, I, I'm a firm believer that the egg came first. And like I went to the OMSI exhibit for dinosaurs and the dinosaurs had feathers. Like apparently like all the movies were like they're just like hairless. Scaly. Wait, they had hair? Oh, a lot of them did. A lot oh, of them wow. had hair and feathers. That's what they Yeah. So you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Uh, yeah, final thing, any last words for our audience, Juju? Mm, uh, I don't think so. I think, yeah, I don't really have any. Alright. Anything much else to say? Well, if y'all have time, y'all should definitely come to Juju's Egghead Jam. If you're wondering, well, when and where is it? We have a calendar on our website. Uh, it's either awaliplans.com or urbanize.com. And you can check out more from Juju by seeing her classes at Encore or following her on social media at Juju Nix. <laughs> Thanks so much, Juju. Thank you. We appreciate it. Did you have fun today? I sure did. Okay. It was so well, much we'll fun. See you next time. See you next time. <laughs>